0: Starts your engine. 20
1: years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona.
0: Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen!
2: Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg on a gorgeous Saturday. Uh, looks like a good day for racing out there if there's uh, any going on around here. Uh, oh, yeah. We got local racing going on. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. Good morning, Greg. I'm glad to be here. It's, it's, it's June. It's hot. It's hot. Good time for racing. Good time for racing. And uh must be a pretty good time for winning, huh, Alan? A uh, little bit. What, what? Well, let's get right to that part right off the bat here. What a... Last uh, Saturday night, how'd that go? I went Cherokee past- Speedway. Cherokee Speedway
3: jumped out front, led about every lap, and uh, took home the win that night. And then, uh, mess Rand went back last night for the Gracie Smith Memorial Race last night, drew rear of the field, but somehow or another, uh, the track was kind of a little bit dry, and it, it took a driver that could... Uh, get around the racetrack and we messed around won the heat race got to start on the outside pole again and uh, went down the back straight away on the first lap and led that lap and went on and went again can't do no better than
2: that I love the way he says they messed around oh you they messed this- around yeah that- he said that for about two years now Well, oh, we messed around and won messed
4: around.
3: <laughs> yeah I messed around we had a new car and did Lee Springs no it's our new car that's that's uh, a Lee Spring car. We more or less won't take it to Rest or Esther Harris, and uh, they hadn't got us on the schedule over there yet. So. You got the unfair advantage. What's that? You got NASCAR knowledge
4: and all the all the tricks of the trade. And anyway, I know your car is legal because they check it all over. Y'all just y'all just too good. Sometimes uh, you mean, to be too good. You got a good driver. Got,
2: got a good driver, real good driver. Danny Pes- near is the driver, and uh, this we're talking about the twenty-five T. Uh, what are the sponsors on the car? Give give them a shout out. Well, we got Mister Wilson. Wilson Construction Company. And I didn't know that was Mr. Wilson. Yes,
3: I didn't is. put two and two together on that one. Put two and two together there. And then we got on the other side over here, we got Davis Diesel Service. Uh, Jeff Davis, good sponsor, been with us for now for about four years. And then we got Bobby White Body Shop down here in Roebuck, South Carolina. And Bobby's been with us ever since the beginning. And Bobby's a real good one. I'm telling you. Sometimes whenever you get, you know, how you get in that little bind, sometimes when luck ain't going your way. Uh, Bobby steps up there and says, hey, what's it going to
2: take? And uh, that's what we're going to do. Well, you uh, um, also uh, have Fox Sports Spartanburg, although the decal may be gone. we got to get you another one, but we're backing you all the way and uh, obviously give you a platform to say whatever you want to say on Saturday mornings. And we appreciate we appreciate you being a part of the show, and we it really makes it better or more enjoyable when you come in and talk about a win, much less come in and talk about two wins.
3: Well, it's either, uh, I'm either coming in here talking about winning or I'm coming out I'm going to have to be working on my race
2: car a lot. You notice how clean he looks this morning? Sometimes I'm he d- comes in here and he looks like he's been rolling around on the backstretch or something, but uh, he looks <laughs> nice and clean. Of course, you woke him up race- at 5 o'clock this morning and they made well, him get up and take no, shower. Well,
4: no, it, it was 6.30, <laughs> but I, I would like to touch base with people because... Uh, first thing to make sure I'm awake and
3: thinking I go and be able to make it or not. Well, I'm going to call you. Uh, we got through racing last night. It was about uh, about quarter to one, one o'clock. So I'm going to start uh, returning that phone call at about one o'clock and say, Greg, I just want to let you know we won last night. I, <laughs> hey, you call me anytime, and, and if you had trouble,
4: I was, like I told you, though, as good as y'all run, I would look at you and say, Well, we run third. And I would look it out and I said, I ain't going to get it. No. Well, number one. two o'clock. That, They do a good job. They do a
2: real good job. They do. At 2 o'clock this morning, I was watching The, the Far Country with uh, Jimmy Stewart and Walter Brennan. So, that's a good one. That's a pretty good one. That is a good one. So, uh, we got a good couple of three guests today. We got real good guests. Who, who you got lined up for us at 1020 there, Greg? Well, we got... Dale Emmon
4: at ten twenty, and longtime crew chief for Richard Petty, and I think he still holds the record of the crew chief as far as I don't, I, you know he he is. Well, you got the stats, there. well,
2: he won one hundred ninety eight races and seven championships with Richard Petty. Plus, he put another one in there in nineteen eighty four with Terry Labonte over at um, Hagen racing just just for the heck of it. So. He's got eight championships and 198 wins.
4: Yeah, uh, that's going to stand for a long time. And you know, Dale, the family thing, he worked his rear end off on that car like all the petties did, and uh, no doubt he is he is number one. Well, you know, we, we talk about Abraham sometimes. I said, you know, Dale said you might be the best. Well, he may, he could be. It's hard to say, but it different time, different place, but. Both of them got real good credentials, but
2: Dale's is in a class by itself, so we got to talk to him. Then at 11 o'clock, you've got us, um, gentleman here, I had to look his name up because Greg, well, neither one of us could pronounce it now, my phone just timed out on me. It's uh, Neil Golkis, who was the senior um, director of marketing, and you say he's probably the president by now. But uh, at Homestead Speedway. And they've got two races today and two races tomorrow. And uh, honestly, I didn't realize until I picked up the paper this morning that Junior's running in the Xfinity series. I didn't know that either. Yep, he's driving number eight. I assume it's for both days. Now, we'll go into the schedule later. But they've got uh, uh, Xfinity and trucks today. And then tomorrow they got Xfinity and Cup. So, uh, two days of Pretty good, That's pretty good. full of
4: racing. And if I make this comment, uh, you know, Homestead, I never got to go there. We never raced there. But Perry had spent some time down there, and Perry got to see this is what's going to make this good. Perry saw the progression of the racetrack. You know how they started out it was one way. Then it got a little bit better. And then they got you know progressive bank. Perry saw all those changes. So
2: well, I, you know, I didn't see the latest configuration. I was gone by then. But when they built that place, about ninety seven or ninety eight, it the, wasn't right to start with. Was well, it, it was. A, I liked it. It was a mile and a half copy of Indianapolis. You know, with the turns and the straightaway in the middle of the turns. But they were wrecking a lot of cars and uh, Mc, that Laughlin or McLaughlin that got hurt got burned real bad. It lives over here in Greenville. In a, it wasn't Xfinity then it was Bush in a crash but they wrecked a lot of cars and so they reconfigured the turns and made them flat uh just you know just a regular oval type turn but they had very little banking on it and uh, I was lucky enough to ride around there with uh Christian Fittipaldi in one of these race cars with two seats in it, and he scared the bejesus out of me. But then they went ahead and didn't like that either and tore it down and they put up that progressive banking that they've had now for several years. Um, We uh, also have another guest. I guess this will be about 11.20 or so, which is, uh, I can see uh, Jada's foot sticking out, but I can't see Jada, but I think his name is Caleb... Caleb McLaughlin. Caleb McLaughlin, and um, he's... uh, one of the local drivers, and we'll find out more about him as uh, as we get a little closer to it. I want to. It's. It's. I don't want to ignore it, but it's going to be. It would be impossible not to mention what happened this week in NASCAR with the Confederate flag, and I want to address it. And this isn't the opinion of the radio station or anybody other than Perry Allen Wood. Um, and if anybody else wants to chime in on it, that can feel free to. But um, NASCAR uh disallowing that flag on any of their properties is something that in my opinion should have been done you know I don't as far back as you could think I mean you know it, it's something that should have been done it needed to be done uh Brian France came pretty close to doing it after the horrible uh mass killing at the church in Charleston in 2015 uh, he mentioned it said they should do it but I guess he just didn't have the wherewithal to to get it done, but uh, the powers that be now. And the, what's the guy's name? Greg? Is it Phelps, the, the president of NASCAR now? When Bubba Wallace brought that up the other day and said they need to take it down, I, it took them two days by the calendar to do it. But I'm pretty sure they figured that out um, that immediately they were going to do it, and they just had to come up with the with the the verbiage and the statement to address it. And it's a pretty pretty comprehensive statement. You can't have one, a Confederate flag on NASCAR property.
4: Well, that's, uh, NASCAR stays on top of things. And, you know, regardless of this it's a 2020. And like I say, we, we need to be worried about not getting sick with this strange virus we've got going around and the country's pulling together and everything. So, I, I think it, it, if it insults people and causes a problem, take the sun gun down.
2: Well, and as far as that goes, I, I've heard a lot of people say um, online and here and, and there that, uh, you know, that's it. They're done with NASCAR. And, you know, all I can say is you got to look inside your own heart. Now, I'm not a preacher, and I'm not going to preach. But, you know, you got to look inside your own heart. That flag, I mean, there's nothing good about it. it. It stood for a country that left the United States of America to fight a war. To perpetuate slavery. Selling human beings. That just happened to be imported from Africa. Black human beings.
4: Killed a lot of people unnecessarily.
2: Well, it's just, there's nothing good about it. You can say that it means this, it means that. It means, it represents a country that that was trying to perpetuate slavery. And that's about as bad as you can get. Slavery is, in any form, whether it be human. And I worked for the bank and money laundering. And we actually see it. There's a lot of human trafficking. There's a lot of sex slavery and things still going on. And, and I investigate that stuff. But as far as uh, a flag that represents that, you know, and they, the people get murdered and lynched and things, and they're waving the con- Confederate flag, you know, it's just, there's nothing good about it. Um, nothing at all. And, and Greg, you, got, I was mentioning out in the hallway, and it's, it's in our book that we wrote together. The nice picture, beautiful picture, and, and one to be cherished. But it's Greg uh, hanging onto the roll bar riding into the Winter Circle in the Southern 500 with Daryl Derringer in 1966. But Johnny Reb is sitting on the top of the car with the Confederate flag. And, you know, as a, back then, it was, I think, to a lot of people, a way of life. Well, it was. And, and they just didn't, had never stopped to sit down and think of what it means? What's that, it symbolized? They, really didn't.
4: They, they just assumed this and assumed that and one of the things, that, that the Southern 500 was a real big draw. I think there was 78,000 people that day when we won with Derringer. And people just done it really not knowing. I mean, it's just kind of like, you bet one thing about it, Roger Pensky. you bet he ain't liked it the whole time, the chief. Yeah. And, and you can't argue Oh, I like how you slid fit a party riding you around the racetrack in there like he was nobody but I'm getting off the subject no he
2: was somebody but I uh, know he it was. didn't have much to do with a confederate flag he's no, from uh, Brazil no. but
4: <laughs> <laughs> but this is a great country and everybody, just, everybody gets together that's what makes this the greatest country in the world I have to agree with Perry at least 95% maybe 100% but it's time to move on yeah. people start getting together
3: well, NASCAR back back in the day in the sixties, NASCAR ninety percent of the races was here in the South. You know, I mean that's we didn't we didn't picture too far off. Right. You know. Well so, it was just a symbol of the it, South, it, a it, Rebel three hundred.
2: And, and NASCAR was born in the South, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. I mean that's a part of it. And they didn't have a big flag with a mason jar full of whiskey or anything they could fly so i guess they picked the confederate flag yeah. as their symbol but uh and it wasn't a symbol of nascar nascar's had their own logos and everything but anyway i just wanted to bring that up uh it would be uh ridiculous not to state my opinion as as host of the show uh i'm very pleased that uh i haven't had too much pushback on this because there's not much to push back uh, you there's not much argument on the other side if you ask me and uh so Let's all move on. Let's, uh, let's love each other. That's the way it's supposed to be. And, um, enjoy some good racing. And we got some good racing. We got a lot of results to talk about. We've had two races since last week. And, um, who'd you say? Nelson. Nelson. Nelson Nelson won again. Nelson picked that
3: four car. They picked Harvick.
2: They picked Harvick at Atlanta and and Harvick won that race. And then when they ran again under the lights at Martinsville and, um, speaking of the confederate flag and the guy that brought it back to nascar's attention man i was yelling at that tv if you saw the end of that race bubba wallace was passing him as fast as he could get to him uh from about 16th or 15th and during that last 30 laps or so and he got to jimmy johnson in 10th and got up alongside of him one time and just couldn't quite jimmy didn't give him anything and and he's nobody's gonna give him anything and uh so he finished 11th but he had a good run and uh and started well and got a lot of press. I think he was on Good Morning America Thursday morning with Robin Roberts. And he's, um, in fact, I don't know how much Dale Inman still has to do with the team. But I know the petties have got to be proud. You know, the last time we talked to Dale Inman, I think it's it was it's when we were holding Marines. And we did the we did the show sitting in a boat out, I in, see it. out in the parking lot. And we talked to Dale Inman that day. And... Uh, and I think that was shortly after Bubba Wallace had uh, finished second and third in the Daytona 500 in his first time out. I mean, uh, Austin Dillon wrecked him going into the third turn, or he might have won that race. But uh, um, Can I say
4: one thing, Perry? Yes, sir. It Go ahead. Just, we just got just
2: about like, a minute.
4: It, it, it's just like the deal with Danica. Danica's a woman. She could get the job done. You know, she got picked on because, you know, she... Another deal about male and female thing. If you can get the job done and mash that gas pedal, don't matter who you put in. It don't matter his color or anything. brother Wallace gets the job done. He won two truck races. That's right. He's a winner. He's a winner. Any way you want to look at it. And if he can get the job done, I want somebody sitting in my car that matches the gas
2: pedal. And he's one of them. So yep. that's that's about all we need to say about it. That's exactly right. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to take our first break and come back. And talk to Hall of Fame mechanic and crew chief, Dale Lindman. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with
0: the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? A-Plante. Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week? A-Plante. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than A-Plante? Oh, us Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946.
0: Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay, so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400.
7: Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex pre because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but I got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex pre New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out impexpre Impex pre Quality used cars made easy.
1: Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Seals event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only 199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, comment. It, bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at QueerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details.
6: Are you sick of all the cookie cutter boring barber shops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun man like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironsburg Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289.
0: The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays from noon till 3 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3.
2: And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it's my great pleasure to welcome to the show for the. I don't think we had him on last year, Greg. You must have lost his phone number, but it's great to have him back this year Hall of Fame Crew Chief Dale Lenman. Good morning, Dale.
8: Good morning to you. Hope everything's well.
2: We're doing great, and we hope you're doing well.
8: Yeah, yeah as well as could be expected, I guess.
4: <laughs> well, one my about it is hot. It's June. So oh, we know yeah, about it's, uh, that. Uh, it's normal weather. But anyway, there's no doubt, Dale. You know, over the years, you just meant so much to sport. I mean, your your record is unchallengeable. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be one of your friends. Uh, took a lot of water off your truck to carry the bud. I know that, but uh, oh my goodness,
8: Bud loved the level cost water. <laughs> <We couldn't laughs> We we threw up at the racetrack trying to get unloaded off the truck and he was looking for the water we brought in the in the cooler and we found that stainless steel cooler it fell off of a truck in California when we was going to the racetrack at Riverside and picked it up and I don't know how many years we carried it, but it was it was Bud's favorite. <laughs> it was
2: it he was loved some, that water. <laughs> it was some good water too. It must have been good water. As many races as, as the Petties won.
4: Well, like I say, they they had it. And uh, I finally I told Eddie, he said, Why don't we start toting some water? Well, about that time, we had some ice chests and stuff. He said, that's a pretty good idea. I said, Well, save a little bit of footwork on me and uh, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, those were the days. I, I think back, uh, you started back when everything was us a stock. I, I, I never forget, you always talk about a trip you and Ken Motter went from Randomon. To the west coast with the backup car and drove it i i, I love you know, that That song.
8: was me and maurice in, instead of red miler uh, but it was me and maurice and uh of course on, on that deal uh richard was supposed to go but he had uh out in the yard trying to walk on his hands instead he hurt his shoulder and <laughs> but the deal was lee had a 500 mile race in trenton on friday and then a uh, NASCAR scheduled a five hundred lap road course at Riverside on Sunday, so we had to split what team there was up. Of course I was just Of course I wasn't getting paid. I would I was still about twenty one year old, but I I thought I was still a kid me and Maurice took the car to Riverside, California.
2: I, I remember that that was Y'all drove the race car?
8: We drove the race car from Level Cross, North Carolina, to Riverside, California, with enough stuff in it to run a 500-mile road course. We got it qualified. I think there were like 60 cars there or something, and Marvin Porter qualified his car about 50th, I think, and he qualified ours fourth. So we must have had a pretty good car. And then Lee flew out, no practice, and finished fourth. And, and I, I guess one of the reasons we had to go And this is according to Lee at the time. Uh, Him and Jack Smith, which was from that Spartanburg area, was was running second in the points. And uh, Lee said, Jack, if you don't go, I won't go. But Jack said, I'm going. So Lee had to go to protect his points, in which he won the championship that year. And I think Jack finished third and Lee finished fourth. And uh, then, of course, we loaded what we had up, put the headlights back in it, one tail light, and uh, headed home and locked up a right rear hub in Wilcox, Arizona and had to order a housing from another town. Come in on a Greyhound bus, but I I could make, I could write a book about that one trip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Golly, what a great story. What was that about? Let's see. My, 1958. 1958, yep, yep. Because Lee won the championship that year. God, what a great! You know, I tell you, and I'm not going to go through all this again. But the last time we had you on, I was so fascinated and thrilled that you remembered that dirt track race at the Spartanburg Fairgrounds when Billy Wade and Ned Jarrett got into it and Richard won. And I think you said that Richard had a uh, Billy Wade's paint on his drive shaft or something. That was just a we, great story. We
8: went over Billy Wade. We went over the top of him. <laughs> I mean, and I know what had happened. Uh, I guess Billy had. Fun Ned or something, and and when Ned went back onto the racetrack, he was definitely after Billy Wade, who was leading the race, and we were catching Billy, and I had to kind of, without radio, slow Richard down, because I know what was going to happen, and <laughs> then
9: it
1: right.
8: got down towards the end of the race, and he had to go, so he was close to him when Ned hit Billy, and uh, as Billy was turning over, Richard was right behind him. And Richard said he went out and seen stars, and went straight down and seen dirt. And <laughs> if, if the race if the race hadn't ended, we we couldn't have won it because it, it knocked the toe in all out, and the front end was all out of line. But yeah, you know, and and we had um, we had the maroon and black on our drive shave from the
4: colors <laughs> of Bud Run, mainly. You know, you know, uh, like I say, there's so many people remember that race, especially around this area, and even throughout the southeast but there were so many people because you know richard petty was in it and all the big names and and billy was up and coming and pierce and everything but people were hanging out of the trees me and perry i was real little
2: and me and perry were standing on what what we truck? were standing in the back of your daddy's truck with the jarrett boys right with yeah dale and glenn jarrett and, and glenn when, that, when that wreck happened i never saw them again they took off <laughs> well anyway that but, Dale, do you think Richard would remember that?
8: Uh, yeah, I'm sure he would. But, you know, um, and and oh, me and Richard did a, a radio show. Uh, well, we did a program together today on, I mean, Wednesday, this Wednesday, on a, for a magazine. They must have took 1,000 pictures of us in front of a 72 Dodge that they had restored. But I brought up the fact that one day me and Richard, took a convertible to martinsville i mean not martinsville but a Asheville weaverville for johnny dodson to drive and somehow he got messed up and didn't show up and uh, banjo come to watch the race we put banjo in it and uh wound up running second richard didn't re- remember that but lord have mercy i told him to get his books out and look it up but uh, but he remembers a lot of stuff and most of the time, East East is a little bit different from what I did, and we talk about it, And but that's, uh, <laughs> but Lord, you know, the the good memories that we have from all these places, new you know, uh, Spartanburg, Greenville, all down in that area, and Asheville-Weaverville, and new Asheville-Speedway, and, you know, I, I just hope that history is never forgotten.
2: And, well, uh, that that's pretty yeah, much what ahead. this show's about, because... Uh I mean we do the local the uh well the local stuff and uh, and the contemporary but our main our main segment each week is the 1020 when we have the NASCAR legend and uh, and you're it for this week and we that's our job and the books that Greg and I've written and everything we uh you know we're we're trying to keep the history alive um, and I guess the petty we're in the news a lot this week with uh, Bubba Wallace, uh, you know, his statements about the Confederate flag and NASCAR's immediate action this time, and uh, and then the, the car, the 43 car was just, I mean, that's one for the ages, that paint job y'all had at Martinsville, and I say y'all because I still consider you, you know, a big part of that team, I, I'm not really sure how much you still have to do with it, but um, the, that was just, that's a car that's going to... Be on posters and uh, and uh, photographs forever. The uh, Black Lives Matter with the the two hands, you know, shaking on the front. And they said Richard Petty designed that uh, peace sign they had on there.
8: Well, the the peace sign was the headrest in our car for a long time, and uh, I I think it came about in uh, the early seventies, maybe. And uh, Richie Bars was the one that really designed that. He was one of our great fabric fabricators that come out of petty enterprises and i still talk to him on the phone once in a while and he he still remembers these old stories but uh yeah but that was the uh, <laughs> i guess seattle's trying to do that deal now but <laughs> i don't know what's happening to the world but uh but, you know, during the times of the 43 and uh, the day-glow orange and the blue, I mean, and Richard never put his name on the race car at that point in time. He said, if they don't recognize the number and the, and the paint scheme, then I don't need to put my name on there to bring them up to speed. But, you know, what a great run it was for Richard Petty Motorsports or Petty Enterprises, whatever you want to call it, all those years. And, uh, and uh, every time I see a a parts truck or a baseball player or a football player or a, anything with 43 on it it kind of relates back to that and of course brad darty the the great basketball player right. went to college and the pros with 43 because somewhere when he was real young richard took time to talk to him at north wilkesboro and he never forgot it so uh the number just means so much to us you know all of us that was involved and still the people that involved and respect the number
2: that's right we're talking to dale Lindman, hall of fame crew chief of uh seven championships and i guess just to prove the seven championships weren't a fluke you went and did it again with terry labani in 1984
8: yeah that was that was kindly big i guess you know and uh it was just the trend of times and everything and and it was big but um it was just it was just something that, that happened and we was real fortunate to have real good people and we wound up winning a championship and it wasn't decided till the white flag at Riverside in eighty four and it it was a big deal for me and, and my family and uh, it was big for the for Terry and his career and fans to do it and of course I think twelve years later he won it again, think of that. Think of that
4: spread for him, right? You know? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Dale, Emmett, and Reese, Petty and Richard, and and Lee. I mean, you, all y'all guys, and y'all didn't have very many. And I will say one thing: uh, when you're working with your family members, which of course uh, Dale knows, I've done that too. Sometimes you don't quite get paid enough. it's, it's it, but that sort of happens in racing. But but no, Dale went out and done wonderful things, and I tell you one thing uh, Dale was nobody mess with Roger. one of the nicest people in the world, but he, 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 he'd let you know who, who was under control. Uh,
8: you know, I hear that a lot. Not, a, I don't, I don't see that part of it, but that's, I think, uh, yeah, we, uh, but Bud was, Lord Bud was so much fun to be around and he, and he, he was, he had a passion for racing, you know, and, uh, I know me and Richard and, uh, glenn and eddie wood scheduled to go see pearson in his later days and we stopped and met bud at the peach blossom
2: yep the peach blossom
8: and uh greg you might have been there i don't know but uh, they said now bud sits there and and i said bud i want to sit in that seat and he let me sit in his seat that day and we (laughs) ordered and uh he got onto the waiters cause my food didn't come quite as quick as his and what, what a <laughs> treat that was and then of course we went on down and seen Pearson and um you know we got as we was coming in the door uh Pearson seen Richard in his later days and recognized him and uh and I I know Richard respected Pearson as one of the true great drivers of all times you know and uh and and the record they have together were, like, running first and second to each other 60-some times. You 63 know
2: I mean. times. I, and I think Pearson beat him by one. And just think of,
8: of what record the other would have if it hadn't been for each one of the others. So. Well,
2: <laughs> well, there's but, a uh, there's a quote somewhere where they asked Richard Petty uh, who the greatest driver was. And he said David Pearson. And they asked David Pearson. he said, well, I can't argue with a king. He said, you know,
8: he said, "I agree with Richard, or something of that effect."
2: Yeah. And, and that was just uh, that was Pearson's dry humor. You know what right. I mean? And
8: uh, but it, and you know they had a the clo- the the record coming to the checkered flag at Daytona, and it it never was a a big deal about that. We just went on and raced again, and they never was like buddy buddies, but they really always respected each other and and did. And still do you even after Davis passing?
2: Well, you know, in my opinion, that's the greatest finish in NASCAR history. Oh no! Doubt I, I about mean, it. You, the, you got the Kyle Yarborough fight and everything, but with Pearson and Petty on the last turn of the Daytona 500. How can you beat that? No, that the were two saying,
4: greatest names in the biggest race. Yeah, and the announcer saying says Richard's going to spin across and going to win it spinning. And the only thing was, they stopped, and somehow or another, Pearson's car
2: kept running. Well, he also bounced off Joe Frisson on the pit road, or I think he'd have hit <laughs> the pit wall. But, Dale, um, we're getting towards the end of our time here, and gosh, we could talk to you all morning. But since you got in the Hall of Fame, I think you were in the class of two, 2012, um, how's that changed your life? You have a lot of people tugging on you to be here and be there and sign this and sign that. You said you just did a... Uh, interview uh like Wednesday for a magazine
8: yeah it uh you know when we were when we was doing our thing, if you want to call it that there was no such a thing as the hall of fame and uh they probably i don't know how many of our races was televised a lot of them wasn't and I, and I'm not even sure they had radio on a lot of them but uh it was just the love of the sport and everything, and of course um. Over to the museum at Level Carl's, a lot of mail comes in for me to post, card, post cards to sign and stuff like that, and, and I get a lot here at home. And, uh, in fact, I signed some cards this morning. I already got the mail, and uh, I got them back in an envelope and ready to send back. It was from Florida. And uh, But uh, it's been a, you know, been a long ride, and I've seen, uh, I think, I don't know what the first race I ever went to, but I know I was at Darlington in 1951, and that was pretty early in NASCAR. And I was, probably went before that, but uh, you know some of the local tracks like Greensboro and places like that. And for, of course, um, we had a little Tar Heel race track up here in Level Cross. You know what I mean? About uh, probably two miles from right from the race shop that uh, lasted a couple of three years. But
2: uh, had yeah, a race a on Thanksgiving. Ride. Y'all had a race on Thanksgiving there one time.
8: Yeah, and uh, I think they had three races up there, and I think maybe Pascal won two of them in our car, and Richard won the other
4: one. So yeah, it's uh, a lot of good memories. A lot of good memories. Dale, I, I, I'll say one thing. Not only you were the best, but you were one of the nicest people that was ever around yes. racing. And I remember the first time I kind of come around, Dale would pick at me a little bit. I couldn't wait to go to the next race just so Dale could... could mess with me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but anyway, Dave, but we can't, do, think, we can't remember, think enough. I,
8: yeah. I do remember Bud, and, and of course, Red Myler came to work from Bud from our place, and you know, what a great friend he was of ours, but uh, and uh, I always tell people this, I thought I could get on to an inspector doing a race till I seen Bud get on to one. And it, <laughs> was, it was fun to watch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but They were up against the clock, thank you so much for coming on the show, and hopefully we can have you maybe before then, or at least we're at least going to get you next year. I know you're busy, but we're up against the clock, and I can't thank you enough, but we got to a Well, I appreciate the time, if time, and if we're round and healthy, we'll try to do it, okay?
2: Well, you just keep drinking that water, and you'll be healthy, I think. <laughs> okay. We <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you, Dale. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's, that was a great, Greg. Dale Inman, and uh, he... Uh, He's just such a wealth of knowledge. I tell you what, let's go to a commercial break right now because I've got to answer the phone. I hear Nelson calling. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
10: Get ready
1: for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's markdown madness, and you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only 199 per month score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Vince those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at QueerNissan.com. Call
11: 864-479-1197 for more details. Your complete car care center is Par 3 Automotive in Boiling Springs. Par 3 Automotive can take care of your vehicle in a hurry. Whether you need an oil change, new tires, alignments, or anything in between, they have you covered. When it's hot outside, let them check your air conditioning. Specialize in maintenance and repairs, big or small. If you need your oil change quickly, ask about their express oil change. Stop in at 1930 Boiling Springs Road or call for an appointment 864 599 5900 as Par 3 Automotive, your complete car care center. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories, such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and you'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney.
12: It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
0: The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now.
2: And good morning, Nelson. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. Well, that's great. Um, it always amuses me when I'm bringing Greg in every Saturday morning, how many times he says he's already talked to you, and I pick him up at 9.30. So y'all have some, some pretty early phone calls, I guess, on Saturday morning sometime. Well, the sun comes up early in some good ways. <laughs> okay. Well, we saw some uh, a lot of action in NASCAR this week, uh, on and off the track, and... Um, uh, first, we uh, congratulate you on another win with uh, Harvick. Um, so you now have a two to one lead over uh, Allen and I. And uh, congratulations! Now we can go ahead and do our picks real quick and get it out of the way. We gave Greg the first pick, and and he he took Harvick. So I'll give you the next pick. Actually, I've already taken Chase Elliott. So uh, that that leaves you every Penske Ford you can get. Okay, well I'll
13: shift the two then.
2: I thought you might. Alan, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with Kyle Bush, 18. Okay, Kyle Bush, And we're waiting to hear from Ronnie, so uh, we'll put him in later. So, um, okay, Nelson, Atlanta, Martinsville, a lot of action. Harvick, uh, Harvick sort of ran off and left them there towards the end of uh, Atlanta. And I tell you, that you think, I don't know if... A couple of years ago, they were the drivers were begging them not to pave that track. But I tell you what, it looks pretty worn out to me. What do you think?
13: Well, it's worn out, but the drivers still love it.
2: It's very abrasive, though. They, I mean, no, they, they they go through some tires pretty quick. It looks like to me they might want a a nice new smooth surface.
13: Well, as abrasive, even not more so.
2: Right. Well, anyway,
13: they you look when they repaired it the last time. Kim uh, Brewer and Jeff Bodar
2: got the pole, and that record still stands. Right, and I think we talked about that last week. 197 miles an hour. That's that's uh, that's checking out pretty good. We uh, then went to Martinsville for the Blue Emu Pain Relief 500, and Martin Truex sort of stunk that one up. But I guess the uh, the story of that race was Bubba Wallace um, with his Statement before the race and NASCAR taking uh, their stance, uh, doing away with the Confederate flag at the races. Uh, uh, do you want to speak to that? We've already already made a speech this morning approving it. You know, and I, I didn't know if you had any things on a historical. Uh, Just one comment. Okay. Who's the race
13: sponsor this week at uh,
2: Homestead? Dixie Vodka. Your Well, I don't think the I don't think the word Dixie is... I hope I don't know if that's offensive or not. I mean, that's just like...
13: It is is for a lot of people. To you and me, it's not. And I mean... My biggest deal is history repeats itself. You look what they did in Russia, what they did in Germany. And that's what we're doing in this country right now. We need to keep history and learn from it.
2: Well, and that's why they... That's why you have history classes. I... This is way off the subject, but I was. I, I, I read yesterday where the University of Texas is going to stop using the eyes of Texas are upon you because, it, uh, you know, before, when the team runs out and everything, because it was used in a first used in a minstrel show where they had, you know, blackface. And, you know, I would have never known that, but. Evidently, the historians down there do. And, uh, of course, Clemson University is changing the name of about half the buildings over there. That's not true, but a couple of buildings.
13: Uh, now, well, a couple of times, uh, you know, before the Atlanta race, Winston brought us, uh, uh, you know, to where the set for going with the wind was. And I think uh, something like seven presidents had spoken on the, uh, they had a in the backyard. And, and that would be the... Uh, Uh, speaking stand with the person it would speak from. Uh, And, you know, now they're trying to get rid of all that. I mean, you've got to look what our country's built on. You've got to learn the history. And people nowadays do not know any history.
2: Right. Well,
13: a lot uh, of... On another uh, another subject, something we didn't talk about last week. Okay. Uh, The National... Fairgrounds Council or whatever, whatever, the National Metro Committee, has committed $50 million to upgrade the Fairgrounds Speedway uh, to have no cupboards back there at some point in the near future.
2: Well, that's... You
13: know, a- uh, they are going to run the Super Speedway next year. Uh, but uh, after that, probably, uh, at the Speedway at Nashville's Fairgrounds is ready. We may go back and run back. And that was interesting for a number of races. One where Neil Bonnet won, um, and he said, no, I didn't win. Darrell won. And it wasn't until like Wednesday that it turned that yes, Darrell won it.
2: Yeah, I was kind of surprised they ever stopped running at Nashville. And, and, uh, and now they've uh, they've got their year-end award ceremony there, so I guess it's a, it's a natural to... To go back there. It's a Nashville's a great city. I, I love it. I spent a lot of time there during college dating a girl that went yep. to Vanderbilt. So, uh, it was, uh, and go ahead, you know, a
13: couple of other things. Uh, Carl Larson has won four wins in the past seven days, uh, you know, in those those cars he runs.
2: Okay, I did not know he was even on the track anywhere.
13: Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, he won the, uh, the real big one, uh. Uh, they had uh, last week uh, uh, in Knoxville, I guess. Uh, he was second uh, in the semifinals, and his brother in law beat him. And then for the finals, he beat his brother in law for the win.
2: I'll be dog. No, I wasn't aware of that. Um, yeah. So. Um, and uh,
13: uh, kind of breaking news, they just announced that there would be no practice at Holiday next week.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, they weren't. They hadn't been practicing anyway, so is that... uh, No,
13: but they had planned to run uh, practice at Talladega. Okay. But they talked to the drivers and the owners, and they said, nope, go without practice. Well... Save fast and summer's cars anyway.
2: Along along a similar line, uh, Dale Jr. is going to race today. And um, I don't know if he's been on some local track uh, under the radar or something, but uh, he's got to be pretty rusty to get out on a... Uh, super well, speedway he's
13: been doing the simulation races so and, you know, that here, they're that being here nor there but we'll
2: see well I, I got a question for you and I um, I thought about this watching the, all the races here lately I, I, I just you know I, and speaking of Kyle Larson I was I was surprised that Ganassi put Kenseth in that car and I mean are, are, is there any word that they might change that because he's doing nothing I mean, he's not even, he doesn't even stay on the lead lap too long, uh, the, the races that I've been well, seeing. And I, I just, he's a nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, a great guy, don't know,
13: great champion. You don't know but, what kind of car he has.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think Kyle you Larson would have been back there. I think he'd have been Oh, finishing a little uh, better. No. Yeah,
13: I think Carl Larson, uh, if and when he comes back, will be in a
2: top-notch stride. Do you think he'll get back? Uh. It's hard to say. I think when everything goes over, somebody's going to pick them up. Yeah. Well, we just heard right. from Ronnie, and he's going to—he's taking Truex. I'll throw that in there. So uh, we got all our picks, and Alan's uh, daughter's here, and Jada has picked uh, Hamlin. So, um, But, you know, I, I thought, uh, getting back to uh, Bubba Wallace, I thought he looked ex- extremely good at the end of that race. I know he said... It was the biggest day of his life, and Martinsville's his favorite track. He'd won there twice in the trucks, but he, uh, man, he was mowing him down there those last 30 laps or so, and I was, I was hoping he could slip by Jimmy Johnson and, and get 10th. Uh, in fact, I was hoping for a late caution so he maybe could even do better than that because uh, he, was, he was passing them when he got to him there for a couple of laps.
13: You know, uh, he was not good on the restarts, but when the car came in, you know, after about 15 to 20 laps, was strong or question
2: about it? Well, we uh, have uh, two races today. We got the trucks and the Xfinity and two races tomorrow, the Xfinity and the Cup. So uh, a lot of good racing. Did you happen to catch any of that IndyCar race last Saturday night?
13: No, I, I did not.
2: Well, it was kind of... It was kind of disappointing to me because I I just, I didn't like the cars. I thought I was going to like the way they looked with the, (laughs) and they do have windshields, you know, Lexan, I'm sure it is, or something. Right. But but they just, I don't know. It's going to have to grow on me because I just, I didn't like the, I didn't like the look of the car. The racing was okay. I'm sure it's much safer. Um, uh, It wasn't a particularly uh, good race, though, and I, uh, you know, I guess. it was extremely hot. It was extremely hot, and uh, they're going to be back on the Fourth of July weekend at the road course at uh, Indianapolis with a, a double header with the Xfinity cars. So, um, I guess that's the next time they'll they'll be out.
13: Right, and you know the Indy 500 uh, has been rescheduled, but uh, we don't know the uh, final date yet. But Roger said that it would be run with fans in the stands.
2: I thought it was August 23rd. I thought it
13: was uh, that. Uh, well, yes and no. That's a tentative date, But if, because of the COVID virus and whatever, it may run even later than that.
2: Oh, wow. Greg, you had something? Well, yeah, I mean,
4: the NASCAR is brave enough to step up late and do this stuff, and I, I can't wait to start seeing fans in the stands. And I'm like, Perry, I don't like the looks of the yeah. champ cars. You know, with the wind chill and stuff, but and that was one thing. If I could talking to us about a change with all the, the dry starts, you know, no by practice and everything, it would help us old folks if NASCAR would just have a midway stop. In other words, because they're short, you know, instead of the, with everything going on, the stages are getting pretty confusing. So oh, they are. If, so if they was maybe done one at midway. You know, like they used to all that pay a lot of money at Charlotte to lead the m- m- midway lap. Maybe that would be a little less confusing. I, I know that's not really the topic right now, but... Uh, the topic's what you make it. Well, anyway,
2: I think that, I think that would help it. Okay. Well, Nelson, uh, do you have anything? we got like a minute left. Any- anything you want to add before we go? Mm,
13: not really. I think you're all pretty well covered it.
2: Well, it's great having you on the show, Nelson, and... Uh, Watch some races. We'll be back talking to you next week. And uh, you and uh, Greg tried to get some sleep on Saturday morning. Uh,
4: he likes him early morning. <laughs> <on. laughs> thank you,
13: thank you, Nelson. Okay, good enough. We'll
2: talk to you next week. Thank you. That's uh, I- Nelson Crozier. Uh, Allen? Smartest man I know. And smartest man I know, too. <laughs> That's I- the only reason
4: I got any sense at all. I learned. I learned a lot of it off of him. Oh, I thought it was because hanging out
2: with me on Saturday. Well, After you the and show. Brandy did help.
3: Have you noticed this board oh. over here? I've got Nelson over here with me, and I've got y'all over here. Get a little closer to the mic, there. You're not coming in. To I said I've got. I've got Nelson over here up underneath with me and Jada, and I've got all y'all over here on the other side over here. Well,
2: what's that symbolic of? Team. You're yes. Team. Teaming up on team. each other. Team. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to mention here, before we go any further, we missed Ronnie this morning. I should always start the show off uh, mentioning Ronnie, and I apologize, Ronnie. Uh, we had some other things uh, to talk about, and Jada just dazzled me with her beauty. So I just I forgot that we didn't uh, have Ronnie again this morning, and Ronnie's feeling a lot better. And he's going to be um, hopefully joining us one of these days, but he's always a part of the show, and... He texted me in with his with his pics and and uh, gave me a bravo on my Confederate flag speech. So we have heard from him, and he's a part of the show. I also want to, before we go to our break, thank Lanny McKinney for all he does for us, for the uh, Maintaining the Budmore Engineering website and our Facebook page and putting our podcast out there. Lanny does a great job, and we don't ever want to forget him, and we won't. So, uh we're going to come back after the break at the top of the hour, and we're going to go to uh, Homestead Speedway and talk to a man who's probably pretty busy this morning. I'm surprised you could get him to come on the air. Uh, he must have delegated some stuff. That's uh, Neil Golkis. So we'll be back and have a great interview with him. You're listening to Start your engines. We are. Boston. Your home for
0: the herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays at noon is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports trending. Nah. This report presented by Geico. Geico has introduced the Geico Give back a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. On Friday night, a group of over 80 NBA players held a conference call to discuss racial injustice, the coronavirus, and the resumption of the season in the Orlando bubble. Shams Charania reported that Kyrie Irving said on the call, quote... I don't support going into Orlando. I'm not with the systematic racism and the BS. Something smells a little fishy, whether we want to admit it or
6: The <laughs>
12: Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster and the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott, can help you to design. A customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
0: From the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine." 20
1: years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500.
0: Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen.
2: And well, welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines with uh, Greg Moore. Ronnie Black's out today. Alan Hill sitting here, and it's my pleasure to introduce Neil Gulkis, uh, from the Homestead Speedway down in uh, Homestead, Miami, Florida. Good morning, Neil. Good
15: morning. How are we doing today?
2: We're doing great. Now, Greg's got you listed as the uh, as the, the president here, but I was looking online and it says you're like the senior director of marketing. So, exactly, what are yeah. you?
15: Uh, Senior Director of Marketing and Communications. I appreciate the uh, promotion.
2: Oh, we'd love but, to do
15: it. Uh, yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, I'm the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications here at the Speedway.
2: Well, if Greg's not sure, he'll make you uh, the president every time. He's done it before. <laughs> he's, he's good on promotions. Well
15: thank, you. well, thank you. I appreciate the kind words.
2: Well, I'll tell you, Neil. Now, uh, I've never spoke with you and or, or met you or anything. I, I spent 18 years in Miami. I'm from here, but I came back. And, uh, but I spent 18 years down in Miami and, uh, I was there when they built the track. In fact, I said, you know, all this town needs is a racetrack and I'd be if they didn't build one and it was, had that Indianapolis shape to it. and they didn't like that yeah. and they flattened the turns out and, and now they changed it even again and banked them. So, uh, I love your racetrack down there I, and I I thought it was a great place to end the season, but I, I guess yeah. nobody agreed with me.
15: Well, we, I appreciate that. We love it too. And, you know, as you mentioned, when it, the track first opened, it was a, a very much of an indie, indie style track. Um, and then actually, it's uh, since the original track was laid, and, you know, our founder, Ralph Sanchez, was, um, you know, brought the uh, Grand Prix of Miami here and then IndyCar. So it was ostensibly originally built for IndyCar. And then it underwent two iterations um, in 1997, two years after it opened, to a kind of a true oval and then in 2003 it underwent uh an extensive rebanking project which uh converted all four turns into variable banking so that when you ride up against the wall it's 20 degrees when you ride middle groove, it's 19 when you ride down towards the apron it's 18 degrees and as you just alluded to um it's a great it's a great uh competitive track drivers absolutely love it for that reason and so um it's uh looking forward to some great racing on it uh
2: today and tomorrow i I don't want to start anything here but well why in the world would they move the season ending race from homestead to to phoenix which i i I don't think i mean i've been around this sport a long long time and i I, i've never been a really great fan of of phoenix it's okay but gosh miami was such a metropolitan area and uh much you know, the population is so diverse, and usually you have pretty good weather in November in Miami. Uh, from my recollections, uh, I just I was very disappointed they, they took the last race away.
4: Uh, I couldn't believe that either. Neil, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I have to agree with Perry. Uh, yeah. Y'all got a lot of people down there in Miami. You got a super racetrack, kind of designed for open wheel, and you got progressive banking. Look, Perry got to see the evolution track. I, I wish we would have been r- racing long enough to went and seen it or participated on it. But Phoenix, I, I, like Phoenix, but that ain't that ain't the place to end the season. I, I, I have to agree with Perry, hundred percent. Uh, Homestead was perfect, and uh, so that's about well, all I got to say.
15: Yeah, we appreciate that, and you know, look, I think uh, you know, just trying to kind of mix things up a little bit. Um, you know, Phoenix just underwent, as you guys probably are aware of, yep. uh, just underwent an extensive, um, uh, you know, reconfiguration and, uh, you know, uh, added a lot of new things. And so, um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful facility and, uh, you know, it's a great one mile track over there. Um, you know, for us, you know, we, uh, were racing in June this year, obviously we were supposed, <laughs> we were scheduled to race in March which, um, you know, kind of coincides down here with spring break. You know, you think of March and March in Florida, you think of spring break, and that's what we were kind of building ourselves as. And so we were excited about that because South Florida is a ton of fun, and we had a lot of fun in store for our fans who were going to be here in March. And we really believe that the racing is going to be maybe even better than what it was for the championship, um, potentially, um, you know uh obviously you know you had all 40 drivers for our championship race but only four were in contention for a championship now you've got 40 drivers all of whom it means something to you know you win that race and you know what it's your ticket to the playoffs and so um you know we really felt and feel uh that uh you know the racing potentially has a chance to be even better and even more competitive than what it was
2: we're talking to neil gulkas the senior director of marketing and uh Communications at the Homestead Speedway, uh, Homestead Miami Speedway. Yeah, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, and I got to throw it out there just to just to qualify myself for you with that uh, second configuration. I got to ride around the track in a in a jump seat with a uh, Christian Fittipaldi, and he, you know, he I, we weren't even up on the track yet, and he was. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was doing about one hundred and twenty <laughs> miles an hour. Wow. We got up on those flat turns, and uh, he was hauling the mail. Yeah.
15: Yeah, those, those, yeah, those original turns, they were, they were tough. And again, it was built for, you know, IndyCar. And, you know, uh, you know, and again, as I mentioned, our founder, Ron Sanchez, that was his, uh, background with, right. uh, IndyCar racing. And so, uh, it was, it was, uh, designed for that. In fact, um, uh, you know, in fact, the, uh, you know, if you've been to our track, you know, this, the colors of our walls are very distinct. Right. There's people, you know call them a pretty blue or whatever but there's actually a, a specific name for it and um um uh and uh you know ralph sanchez picked the color based upon you know which color would make the cars the indy cars look the fastest and that's uh. how we came to the uh the uh, decision to paint the the walls the color that they are which is kind of like a very tropic uh you know green it's actually called a Gay
2: Greenstone, so Gay uh, Greenstone. I got to remember that. Gay, one.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I like that,
4: and you know, I've noticed that. And you know, at, at homestead.
2: I've seen great races,
4: and it's different. I mean, look how many movies have been filmed in miami i mean good lord i mean it's just it's just a popular place
2: a lot of commercials are filmed at that track it seems
4: to me oh i mean i think james bond about half of them was filmed right outside of miami along with everything else a bunch of people live there neil, love that
2: place yeah neil uh yeah i spent 18 years there i loved it too uh neil so what, what what we got going on this weekend what's your schedule for the day and uh uh you've got some special guests that they're actually going to let come in and watch the race
15: yeah, so we've got four races over the span of uh, two days. So today we've got a um, we've got the um, we've got a, a NASCAR Xfinity Series race here coming up at uh, at uh, three thirty, and um, you know we're uh, we're you know we're excited about uh, we're excited about that. It's the Hooters two hundred and fifty, and that's at three thirty. That'll be on Fox and also of course MRN and XM ninety. And then at 7.30, we have our truck race, the Baptist Health 200, um, which will air on FS1. And then uh, tomorrow, we'll start it off at 12 noon uh, with a a second Xfinity race, which is a Dash for Cash race, which is um, the Contender Boats 250, Contender Boats being a local uh, fishing boat manufacturer here. And then um, for our cup race, which begins at 3.30, it's the Dixie Vodka 400 NASCAR Cup Series race, and for that race, we will uh, we will have as our guests up to 1,000 uh, members of local military here, comprising comprised of the Homestead Air Reserve Base and the U.S. Southern Command in Doral, and so we're excited to have our local uh, service uh, members here with us, and as NASCAR is kind of rolling out, it's uh, return to uh, racing with fans, and we're excited to be the first step in that process. Um, you mentioned, you know, you mentioned you lived here for quite a while when the track opened. The track opened uh, as a result of Hurricane Andrew. This was the first economic engine back in this area after that uh, catastrophe. And so, similarly, twenty-five years later, we're another we're a sign of hope once again. And so, we're excited to have that responsibility.
2: Well, I remember Hurricane Andrew very well. Most of my house and lawn and Swimming pool screen is out. Probably still out in the Everglades someplace. But uh, what I wanted to ask you now, and this is a little off the subject, but speaking of Hurricane Andrew, that closed down Homestead Air Force Base. I remember they used to fly the Hurricane Hunters out of there and everything. But I mean, has is it pretty much reopening? Because I've been gone now since two thousand and two. I was there from the late eighties to uh, two thousand and one. Um,
15: right. Uh, Hol- right. Well,
2: Hol- Homestead, you say, is a reserve base now? Is it? It's yeah. active.
15: So yeah. It, it re- so you know, it got devastated after Hurricane Andrew, right. and it reopened in reserve status. Uh, I'm not sure how how long how much how how long after the hurricane, uh, and it still is a reserve base to okay. this day. Well, so uh, but uh, but it's still very much operational. But it's a, you know again a reserve status.
2: You've also got a little. Uh, Extra drawing card that actually I didn't even realize until I picked up the paper this morning. Uh, that, uh, Dale Jr.'s, uh, is he going to run both of the Xfinity races or just today or what? Nope, nope.
15: Uh, he's, he's running in today's Xfinity race. And so he, um, you know, at, since he's retired from, uh, uh, from the Cup Series, you know, he's, he's, uh, made a point to race in one Xfinity race a year through his, uh, sponsorship. And, um, uh he chose he chose to race at this track and this was decided even before you know originally this was the race he was going to run and so he is racing in today's uh today's running of the uh the Hooters 250 at
2: 3:30 But he's not going to race in the one tomorrow?
15: No, just the one today.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, I think that would be uh you'll get a lot of viewers. I don't guess it'll sell any tickets, but I know a lot of people will watch just for that and uh um I'm always anxious to see how he does. He's got to be, you know, I don't care what what you say, you can you can run on a simulator all you want to to try to knock off the rust, but there's a whole lot with, to be said for the experiencing the noise and the g-forces and everything and uh um it'll be interesting to see how he does.
9: Yeah,
15: no, it definitely will be. Uh, you know, he's uh, you know, he's he's uh, you know, clinched two Xfinity Series championships here in those days when we you know had the championships so uh it'll be interesting and you know look he picks you know one race a year to race it and you know and uh you know we it's an honor that he picked our track i'm sure because of the fact that uh he really enjoys uh it really enjoys racing on it
2: neil do you have any other events down there I, i'm a huge indie fan and and i was down there when they built the track as i said and i used to go to the 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 races out there on uh i i went one year to the on the road course they had over there near f i u and then they started running them downtown and then I was at several of them there uh every one they ran on the on the new homestead speedway any chance to get any cars back and do you have any other races planned?
15: yeah well, we have a lot of other events here, you know smaller stature and other you know disciplines you know sports cars and things like that, but that we don't we don't have Indy car you know, whether or not we'd get it again, you know, it's still you know, a long ways off. But um, but we have events here, you know, almost 300 days out of the year between car clubs and races and things like that. You know, one thing a lot of people don't know is that uh, in addition to the 1.5-mile oval we have, which people, as I mentioned, love uh, racing on, we also have a 2.2-mile road course.
2: Oh, yes. I remember that road and course. And so, you know,
15: so while we don't have cars here... Uh, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, we, uh, you know, uh, last, I don't know, four or five years, we've got uh, you know, the, uh, spring training of Indy Lights here. You okay. know, the, the, you know, the step down or the minor leagues of Indy Car. Right. They'll come here and they'll spend a week here as kind of their quote unquote spring training where, you know, they'll test the cars and, um, uh, the drivers come in and they do all kinds of orientations and things like that. So, uh, so we've hosted that, and you know, people, again, people love coming down here. Cause we can operate 305 days out of the year because of the weather, and the track is uh, unbelievable.
2: It is unbelievable, and I love that track. And I appreciate uh, Greg getting you getting you for the show.
15: Well, good. Well, I appreciate uh, you guys thinking of me and having me on.
2: Well, we'll have you on every time we uh, every time we can with, to, to keep us up to date. I mean, as I said. Uh, miami's got a special place in my heart all the way from uh um you you know all the way down to the keys i mean there's just so much to do there and uh i I know my when i first moved there in 87 it was like you know this town needs a professional baseball well they got the marlins not too long after that and then i said well you know what they really need is a racetrack and i'd be dad if they didn't get a racetrack so uh i think i contributed to uh to the growth of sports in miami <laughs> and no doubt about it there you it. go let's face it miami yeah. is miami it's a fun place
4: it is a fun and place. it's a popular place
2: i gotta ask you one final question neil uh sure. you, you mentioned march being spring break well june's hurricane season and it started about two weeks ago how are we looking on the weather for the for the events this weekend
15: well, I try not to look at the weather forecast. So uh, well, Look no, out the I, window. Uh, <laughs> you know, right now, I'm looking out the window, and it's sunny. That's all I care about. That's
2: so all I care about, too. Let's
15: keep our fingers crossed and hope it stays
2: that way. Yeah, check the weather, Rock. That's the easiest way to tell. All right. All right. Neil, thank you so much for coming on our show, and we appreciate what you're doing down there in South Florida. Love the place. Love, the, love to have racing in, in Miami, and um, good luck on your events, and we'll all be watching all four races.
15: Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and appreciate uh, all of your support for uh, the sport and uh, our, our track.
2: Okay, thank you so much, Neil. We talk to you later.
15: All right, have a great weekend, guys.
2: You, you too. And that's Neil Gulkis, not the president, but the uh, senior marketing director, senior director of marketing and communications at Homestead Speedway, and a good interview. Nice get. Well, would you call NASCAR and say, "Who can I get for Homestead?" I'd I know. I, I
4: think I went through Ed Clark. I think he was schooled, if I'm not mistaken, uh, some in Atlanta. He he's he's been brought up through the the race deal, and he's sharp. He's a good guy to talk to. I mean, it's fantastic.
2: I you know I like somebody. I don't have. It's not like pulling teeth. I mean, that was a good interview.
4: And you know, it just uh, I, I hate I ain't gonna say it. Ending ending
2: the show out in the middle of the desert. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that either. But what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a break and um, turn it over to Alan and his daughter and his his special guest. And and then at the end of the show, we'll try to wrap it up with what's going to be on TV and catch up a little bit with this uh, four reams of paper I printed out last night that I'm not going to get to. But you're (laughs) listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with
0: the guys? Call the SignForce hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM.
12: windows down or ac on either way there's no better way to beat the heat than with ice cold favorites from mcdonald's now get a large minute made slushy for two dollars in sweet flavors fruit punch blue raspberry or new pink lemonade or get a refreshingly bold mccafe ice coffee any size for $1.69 to beat the heat there's nothing sweeter than an icy treat it's not just a drink it's a McDonald's drink. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Minimate is
14: a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive-In in in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Aplante! 70 years! How many folks are we still serving every week? Aplante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than Aplante? All it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world famous is Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a gravel truck.
6: I'm
2: busy laying the foundation for your city's newest suburb. You're stuck behind me, and I'm about to make it rain. (laughs) Rocks. Now you're swerving, but there's no avoiding this downpour. Better watch out for that guardrail. So get Allstate, where agents help protect you from mayhem like me.
7: You're in good hands with All-State agent Jack Mabry in Boiling Springs. Give him a call today,
0: 253-9155.
14: Oh my God, did you see that play?
0: You hate to get a message like that. Don't miss another second of what's breaking in the world of sports. The Dan Patrick Show.
10: It's a different storyline every day.
0: Weekdays at 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at Mm 98.3.
2: Welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and uh, once again, it's my pleasure to introduce Caleb McLaughlin, who's uh, one of our local drivers here, and welcome to the show.
16: Thanks for having
2: me. Well, thanks for coming on, and I'm going to turn it over to Jada, who's going to. Last week I said grill, so I won't say that. Yeah,
16: we're not grilling anyone. We're we're interviewing. Interviewing. Well, good morning. Last week we talked uh, with uh, Colt Gilliam, that was on a hot streak, and. Now, Caleb, you're on a hot streak and uh, thanks for coming on the show this morning. Um, last week, Caleb took the win at uh, 311 in um, the Crusa Street Stock and Caleb, tell us about that race.
10: Yeah,
9: it was a, a neat little place to go to. We've been struggling with this car for a few weeks and we had a good car at TR the other week for the 5K and bit in the rear end and then we went up there and we put it to him and finally got us a win this year. Put it to
2: them. Where's 311? Educate me. It's
9: up above Winston-Salem, like Pine Hall, North Carolina.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. It pretty was good a haul for you. Yeah. Now, where are you like, located, Caleb? Uh, Gastonia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, a little closer than Spartanburg. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
16: no, no. Absolutely. And then, uh, Caleb went to Cherokee last night, and uh I want to say dominated, but um, certainly put that 83 back in in victory lane and seemed like a fairly easy race for you, Caleb.
9: Yeah, my biggest deal is I just had to get a really good start, and I knew once I get a start and got out front, I'd be pretty good to lead every lap and take home the win.
16: Yes. Now, are you guys racing anywhere this evening?
9: No, I think we're going to take the night off. We might end up at Harrison go up there and help our buddy A.J. Barker out. It's the peak Win winning young guns.
16: Okay, that sounds good, too. Now, Caleb, um, you said that you're from Gastonia. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been racing, the different divisions, and um, educate everyone on, on the division that you're currently running in now. Yeah. I live
9: in Gastonia. I, I'm originally from Ross, Pennsylvania, but been living in North Carolina for since I was three years old. I run Young Guns at Cherokee when I first started in 2007. I ran Young Guns for two years, and I moved up to Stockport. ran Stockport for two or three years. We took a break in 2011 and didn't race any. And then we come back in 2012 when I bought my own race car and raced Stockport. And then 14, we destroyed the 4 owner and bought a V8, ran some Renegade. And then 2015, I made my debut and learned a sportsman and raced with Danny a lot. We raced some Linda Sportsman, won a few races in it, and then we moved on to Craig Sportsman. We won several races in it and we decided to do this uh Craig Racing USA Street Stock deal, which gives us uh it's a little different on Linda Sportsman, a little bit more open on like suspension, harder tires, six oh two motors and built motors on two barrels. So we decided to do that. That way we can travel to Mississippi, Louisiana, Tennessee and go race all these big races that are paying five thousand, three thousand in 10,000 races.
16: Yes, we are talking with Caleb McLaughlin of the 83 of the Cruces Street Stock. And Caleb, you had touched on traveling. What's what's the schedule like for this year? Are you traveling, um, as you said, to uh, Mississippi or are you guys staying local?
13: Uh, we're going to do some local
9: races still. We'll still come to Cherokee and Race. We'll to run the mini Street Stock deal and then we're going to go to we're not going to travel like a lot, but we plan to go to Mississippi to why not Motorsport Park for their five grand. And then there's, there's a ten grand in Ohio, Hartford, Ohio, at Sharon Speedway. We plan to go to it whenever they reschedule it, depending on when it is.
16: And I know that you have traveled a good bit in the past couple of years. So far, what's been your favorite track, uh, favorite track surface as far as the facilities there? Um, where, where have you loved?
9: Facility-wise, I have to say Sharon Speedway is the one we raced at. It's it's one of the nicest facilities I've been to, other than the dirt track at Charlotte. But uh, racing-wise, Sharon or why not? They both race really good. You can run the bottom, the middle, the top, and they both race so excellent. But I just enjoy going back, even if I don't make the show.
16: Well, you're always a top contender anywhere you go, um, as we all know that. Currently, he is in second points for the Midwest Street Stocks, and uh, Bill Knight is first place, and uh, there's not too much of a points difference there. Um, are, are you guys preparing for the big race at Cherokee in a couple of weeks, or will you be sitting that one out?
9: Uh, no, we plan to come to Cherokee because it's local. We plan to come down there next night and race, just to shake the car out, make sure everything's still good, and then we'll... Get everything prepared
16: and goes around the pocket at Cherokee. It's just it's so close, but it'd be smart of us to go. Absolutely. So, the uh, for the street stock uh, showdown, I believe that's what they're calling it. it, is June, last weekend of June. I believe it's the 25th, 26th, and 27th that uh, viewers will be able to have an opportunity to see some of the best street stocks. Uh, I'm assuming that there's going to be a great field of cars there. And, uh, you and your team will be a top contender. We know that the um, mm. car doesn't necessarily make it to victory lane with just the driver. So, if you want to tell everyone uh, who all is a part of your crew and who works on the car, and then a shout-out to your sponsors.
9: Yeah, I got to thank my dad. He does a lot of work. Just, it's usually just me and him in a shop, and then we got some friends like Tim Walker and my uncle Tracy. They come help sometimes. And you know? Of course, I got to thank my mom and my girlfriend, all my family, my friends. You better, you better thank your girlfriend.
16: Uh, Timmy yeah. better get a little appreciation.
9: <laughs> yeah, she deserves to have put up with me racing, taking her eight hours out of town to go racing. But, uh, all my sponsors, I got to thank Mike's Body Shop, Clark's Tree Express, Coda Station, Tyron Statement Race Cars by McLaughlin, Baldwin Performance Carbs, M.O. Performance, Dynamic Technologies, Wolf Long care Care, Ellison Race Engines. Intense Graphics, farms upholstery, Back Entity, Photography, RaceCarLess.com, Pro Fabrication, Headers, and uh, CM Race bodies. You're going to need a bigger they... car
2: if you get any more sponsors. A yeah, I know. Or I might <laughs> start removing some of We're doing some. <laughs> right <and> smaller, <laughs> right?
16: <laughs> Well, Caleb, we certainly appreciate you taking the time this morning to speak with us and look forward to seeing you next week at Cherokee Speedway. Thanks for having
2: me. We'd love to have you again sometime maybe later on in the year mm-hmm okay okay thank you caleb we appreciate it you're welcome all right bye-bye that was
16: caleb mclaughlin mm-hmm. the driver of the 83 and the Cruza street stock um certainly a great great person and driver and um as we get into results from last night
2: yeah we've got eight minutes absolutely you so, jump on whatever you want to
16: well the uh Lucas Oil Series uh, was at Cherokee Speedway, and this was actually their first night back with fans for the Lucas Oil. The 50-lap race, you would have thought, would have uh, gone to Brandon Overton. Unfortunately, he had a flat tire on the last lap, so the win went to Ross Bells. The uh, support staff, excuse me, support staff, I'm thinking of work. (laughs) <laughs> Support divisions, Thunder Bomber first went to Luke Doggett second went to Steve Green third went to Mark Towell, stock four, Travis Mosley took the win, Rod Tucker in second Bradley Weaver in third Crew says we stated, Kayla McLaughlin Damon Crump and Blake Pryor for your top three super sportsman, Danny Tesnier, Brad Williams and Chris Mercer,
2: you know that Tesnere guy?
16: I think I do
2: that's uh, that's our winning owner and our uh, and our female commentators' uh, husband. So, uh, uh, yeah, Got always shouted out for Danny.
16: Well, always proud whenever um, we can get that twenty five T in in victory lane.
2: It's getting to be a habit.
16: I've, yes, hopefully we'll continue that habit. Um, for Hare Speedway last week, six oh two late models went to Colton Dimsdale. I believe that was his second time. In a late model, Uh, so he took the win. Pure Stop went to Josh Ayers. Thunder Futures went to Jason Green. Young Guns, Trent Blackwell. Renegade, Josh Burgess. Front Wheel Drive, Joey Kelly. Crate Sportsman, Kyle Cooper. And Thunder Bomber, Tyler Geis. Speaking of dirt track racing for tonight, Harris Speedway is on the card for... Renegade, Crate Sportsman, Stock 4, Thunder Bomber, Thunder Bomber Futures, Pure Stocks, Stock Front Wheel Drive, V6 Front Wheel Drive. So they have a full show. Gates open at 4 o'clock. Grandstands are going to be limited to a 50% capacity. $30 at the pits. $15 for grandstands. No uh, race entry fee for drivers. And then also tonight at Traveler's Rest. They will be featuring Carolina Driveline rookies at Stream Four, Thunder Bomber Futures, Thunder Bomber Pure Stock, Crate Sportsman, Renegade Eight, and Limited Sportsman. Pits are thirty dollars. Stands are fifteen. Gates open at five. Drivers meeting at seven. Racing will get started there around seven thirty. So it looks like it will be a great evening for our local uh, dirt tracks and Carolina for next Friday. They are on the schedule for Super Sportsman, Thunder Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Open Wheel Modified, Pro 4, and Enduro per their website. And not sure about your ticket prices on there, but um, this will be a, a show for Carolina next Friday as I stated. So you have plenty of time to get out today and go to a local dirt track.
11: The um, weather's re- going to be beautiful. It will be beautiful.
16: Or recover from a late night at Cherokee. <laughs> I mean,
2: you have your choice. <laughs> Unless the phone rings or something and oh, it yeah. wakes you up. But uh, is that it? I
16: believe that's all we've got. Lucas Oil, they left Cherokee as soon as they finished racing. And they headed up to Smoky Mountain Speedway for the Mountain Moonshine Classic for 15000 So uh, good luck to all the drivers. Uh, hopefully they made it safe last night. And that's all we've got for today. Well,
2: that's plenty. That's good. You say uh, they're packing them in over at Cherokee. Packing them in over there? Had a crowd over there last night. No, they'll, they, those 50% grandstand over well, there.
16: Well, they, now, hold on. Now, they encouraged social distancing. And that's, they encourage it. Right. Whether or not you abide by it, that is
3: up to you. But we heard all the, all the race car drivers. Jimmy Owens last night, one of the top dogs in Lucas Oil and stuff like that, he got out. He said, it's good to see our fans back in the stands. Oh, yeah. And when you see the fans back in the stands, you always you always pick up that pace just a little bit more.
16: Well, there were certainly, I don't know if there was an empty seat in the house last night. Um, great field of cars between all divisions. And I think the drivers put on a heck of a show for the fans. And um, I know that th- there were a ton of haulers um, as well as motorhomes and campers. So I'm sure for those who follow the Lucas Oil Series, it was great for them to be back in the stands getting a little dirty.
2: Um, well, that's good dirt. Uh,
16: well, let's hope that the dirt helps the coronavirus because we, we may need it. <laughs>
2: but it, well, wouldn't it be nice if that was the cure? Oh my! Red dirt, <laughs> a local dirt race. Yeah.
16: It, red dirt. Here's a lot of things, but it, I don't know about Corona.
2: Um, I'm sorry. I apologize for asking this. Did you say they're running tonight at Cherokee?
16: Um, no, hmm. Cherokee is off tonight. Off tonight. Yes, because so to uh, be, of the Grassy Smith Memorial last night. So to go to
2: Harris to see a so race. So you
16: need to go to Harris TR. I think uh, Lancaster is also running, and and Lawrence as well. Um, Lancaster has late models, Renegade, Crate Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Extreme Four, Pure Stock, and Young Guns. So, um, if you're around that area as well, um, and then Lawrence has a Thunder Bomber shootout for a thousand dollars to win, and looks like it'll be a pretty packed place for Thunder
2: Bombers over there. But okay,
16: but it is a great great evening to go out and support your local dirt track racing and.
2: I tell you, last night um, I went outside about eleven eleven thirty to see what the dogs were barking at, and uh, it felt great out there. I mean, it was just a
16: once that sun eased down over those stands; it, yeah. it got a whole lot cooler. but yeah. it it was a little hot out there.
2: Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna um, we're gonna take our last break, come back, and I'm gonna try to. Uh, uh, Wrap up everything that happened in all the series over the last week and uh, tell you what's going to happen or where they're going to race. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I wish I did. I'd be rich. But um, you're listening to Start Your Engines from the Beacon Driving Studios on Fox Sports 1400 in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
12: It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Plante. Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Plante. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than A? Call it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. I need a new car,
7: but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but I got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-864. 327 9297, or check out ImpexPreOwn.com. ImpexPreOwn, quality used cars made easy. Image Printing is the
6: only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct to garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave. Across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Clary.
7: Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up. Placing order online or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check
10: out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's open Monday through Friday 10 to 6. When it's hot and it's hot there's only one thing better than water. Ice. And Spartanburg Water has twice the ice with 12 convenient ice houses located around the county. Twice the ice is affordable. Get a 10 pound bag for $1.25 or a 16 pound bag or 20 pound bulk for $1.75. Twice the ice is never touched by human hands never stored in a warehouse and uses local water. And it's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit or debit cards. To find the twice the ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org/ice. So. What if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that.
7: Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them.
10: Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I've seen the
0: bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Ah! Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Oh.
2: to our final segment of Start Your Engines. I'm going to try to recap what's gone on here over the past week and we'll start out with Cup. We talked about it just a little bit but the first race uh, last Sunday was Atlanta, the Folds of Honor 400, which was won by Kevin Harvick in um, not all that close to finish. Three and a half seconds is a long ways in this day and time. Kyle Busch was second, Martin Truex third so um Ryan Blaney was fourth, and Denny Hamlin fifth. Kurt Busch sixth. Jimmy Johnson, another good showing, was seventh. Chase Elliott eighth. Brad Keselowski ninth, and Joey Logano was tenth. No use to do the point standings there because it did because we they ran another one Wednesday night, which of course had a, a this was the Blue EMU Maximum Pain Relief 500, and it was uh, on Wednesday night under the lights at Martinsville. And, of course, the big story that night was the Confederate flag being removed and, and and Bubba Wallace's part in that. And that being his favorite track and having two truck races uh, victories there, he um, he had an extra good race. He had a good race. Very competitive. But Martin Truex sort of stunk it up and won the race by almost five seconds, which is an even bigger route in this day and time. Um, Ryan Blaney was second, so he's he's... Having a good finish about every race now, and uh, Penske's car, Brad Keselowski was third. Joey Logano fourth. So you got three uh, Penske Fords chasing that uh, Toyota of Gibbs. Fifth was Chase Elliott. Sixth, Alex Bowman. Seventh, Max B D Benedetto. I knew I'd stumble over something. Eighth was William Byron. Ninth, Kurt Busch. And tenth, Jimmy Johnson with uh bubba wallace all over him trying to get by so your point standings after as we as we speak right now and once again i don't mess with the point standings i do the playoff standings um kevin harvick is first with two wins joey logano is second with two wins brad Keslowski is third with two wins danny hamlin is fourth with two wins and of course what makes the order is the stage points that they earn. so uh that's why they're in that order. Fifth with one win is Chase Elliott. Sixth with one win is Truex. Seventh with one win is Alex Bowman. Ryan Blaney is eighth. Uh, Kyle Busch is ninth. And Kurt Busch is tenth. I tell you, Kyle's uh, he's
3: pretty overdue. Yeah, he's overdue. And since uh, Truex has won the race, you know
2: it's going to kind of just uh, scratch that back a little bit harder. Yeah, well, we'll see how we can do. Uh, down at Homestead. You picked him, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, you did. Okay. The Xfinity, they ran at Atlanta. And a surprise winner, A.J. Allmendinger, who uh, he'd won on a road course before, but he had never won on a circle track. And that was the Matthew Colling car. Um, he won it by a little little less than two seconds. Fairly close finish. Noah Cragson was second. Justin Haley was third in the other colleague car. Daniel Hemrick was fourth. Harrison Burton fifth. Justin Allgaier sixth. Ross Chastain seventh. Brandon Jones eighth. Chase Briscoe ninth. And Anthony Alfredo was tenth. Jeremy Clements got up as high as sixth after uh, that last caution flag and you know I don't know if his tires or what but he sort of faded back. That's a very abrasive old surface and uh but he did come home twelfth on the lead lap, and there was a hope. There was the five people on the lead lap that he beat. So uh, good for Jeremy. He's he's having a he's having a little turnaround here, and we're glad to see it. The uh, point standings for the uh, Xfinity Series: Chase Briscoe is leading. Second is Noah Cragson. Third is Harrison Burton. Fourth, Justin Allgaier. Fifth, Ross Chastain. Sixth, Austin Seidrick. Seventh, Justin Haley. Eighth, Brandon Jones. Ninth, Daniel Hemrick. And tenth, Ryan Sieg. Jeremy crept up another notch. He's uh, 18th now. And he is 10 points behind B.J. McLeod. And um, 14 points behind Alex Labby in the 16th spot, which is where he needs to be. So uh, if he can keep these finishes up, he's. Uh, I think he just might make it. If he uh, could win on a road course, he will make it. To the playoffs, I mean. The trucks, they run today. They run this afternoon. By the way, the Xfinity race is, uh, uh, as uh, Neil told us earlier, is the Hooters 250, and that's at 3.30 today. And then tomorrow is the Miami 250 at noon. So, that's a, an early start there on Sunday for the Xfinity cars. as They've got two days of doubleheaders down at Homestead. Uh Today at 1230 is the first of the, today's doubleheaders, which is uh, the Baptist Health 200. That will be on FS1. Let me back up here again. Those races at Homestead, the, uh, the race today, as, uh, the, the Xfinity race 330 is on Fox. And the one tomorrow is on FS1. As far as the Cup guys, uh, the Dixie Vodka 400 is at 330 tomorrow on Fox. The trucks race today, as I just said, the Baptist Health 200 at 1230 on FS1. Their last race was at Atlanta. And Grant Enfinger won that one by um, a smidge. I mean, it it was a very close finish over Austin Hill. Christian Eckes was third. Todd Gilliland fourth. Zane Smith was fifth. Ross Chastain sixth. Derek Krause seventh. Brett Moffat eighth. Ben Rhodes ninth. And the Canadian, Stuart Friesen, was 10th. And that point standings is um, Austin Hill has a 21-point lead over Zane Smith. Grant Enfinger is third. Brett Moffat fourth. Ben Rhodes is fifth. Christian Eckes is sixth. Sheldon Creed, seventh. Johnny Salter, eighth. Derek Krause, ninth. And Todd Gilliland is 10th. The Indy cars ran last Saturday night at Texas. As I said earlier, talking to Nelson, I was a little bit disappointed. Uh, I didn't really like the look of the cars. Um, it's going to have to grow on me. I just, I don't know, it's something about seeing that driver sitting up in the cockpit. I mean, it's nothing like a, a they used to be with the sprint cars and everything. But um, and it's a closed cockpit now. You know, why don't you just put a roof on it? You know, if you're gonna you're gonna go that far. But I hope they don't ever do that. Anyway. In a fairly boring race, I thought we had a, and that was the Genesis 300. Scott Dixon won it for Ganassi. Simon Pagino was second. That was the over four second victory. Joseph Newgarten was third. Zach Veats fourth, and <coughs> excuse me, Ed Carpenter fifth.
3: And uh, he's talking about the name enclosed cockpits uh it's kind of like your top fuel dragsters you know at one time your drivers used to sit out in the open as far as in your top fuel dragsters and now most of them has got the enclosed canopies over the dragsters and stuff and we're talking about dragsters it looks like nhra would kind of follow in the nascar footsteps and start let's start having back some drag racing so uh I used to lot to watch drag racing on Sunday afternoons to see who all winning.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I've got a word limit. <laughs> when I do these wrap-ups at the end of the show, boy, if I hit my limit, I'm going to cough whether I like it or not. So, anyway, I struggle through that. Uh, Connor Daly was sixth. Colton Herta was seventh. Ryan Hunter Ray, eighth. Oliver Askew was ninth. And Tony Canaan was tenth. And I tell you, oh, Tony... They interviewed him after the race, and he's just getting pretty long in the tooth. He he talks it, a good show, and I think he's sort of convinced A.J. Foyt he can still do it because Foyt's running four cars. But dang if he didn't hang around and finish 10th over Charlie Kimball in Foyt's other car, uh, one of his other cars. But, uh, you know, old, old Tony, I used to love that commercial where he'd come around the corner and his chocolate would run into Kevin Harvick's up. Uh, Peanut butter or whatever it was—that was a funny commercial. Uh, the point standings, and after one race, it's pretty simple. It's the pretty much the way they finished. Dixon is first, Pagano second, Newgarten third, Veach fourth, and Ed Carpenter is fifth. They won't run again. I think I mentioned it early until earlier until the uh, the road course at Indianapolis, which is uh, July fourth, and the GMR Grand Prix that will be at twelve fifteen. On NBC, we'll talk about that when it gets a little closer. And I'm checking here. I think that is um, a double header with the uh, Xfinity cars, which will be at three o'clock that same day. So you've got a tight double header with Indy cars and Xfinity at Indianapolis on the Fourth of July. Looking down at the other series, they really haven't gotten started yet. We uh, we talked about ARCA. They don't have a race until, um, I think it's at Talladega on June the 20th. So that'll be next weekend. That's at 2 p.m. And that's actually on FS1. And that's the General Tire 200. So we'll see how they, uh, they'll they do. We'll talk about it a little more next week. The uh, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. They've only had the one race, so they'll be... On the 4th, July, 4th of July at Daytona, I'll try to get some Well, I will get some information on the uh, television showing of that race and uh, let's get Mike on the show and maybe one of his uh, helpers. Uh, and Formula 1, as of right now, they're planning on racing on July the 5th at Spielberg as would be the Austrian Grand Prix and that's... Uh, taking a page out of the NASCAR book. They're going to run another one a week later at the same track for the Steiermark Grand Prix. Not sure what Steiermark is, but the first two Grand Prix races will be a week apart at the same track in Austria. So uh, they've pretty much got a schedule set here. Looking on down the line to uh, October 25th is when they will run the U.S. Grand Prix in Austin, Texas. So... About all I got for right now, but we got a four and a half minutes of show left.
3: Well, we got a little bit of dirt track racing going on tonight over at Traverse Rest Speedway. Gotten good and going up there at Harris Speedway. Got new owners up there at Harris Speedway making improvements to the racetrack up there. Everybody knows the history of Harris Speedway around here. Uh, It's been going for an awful long time up there at Harris Speedway.
16: And let's not forget as well Greer Dragway. Uh, is having their fourth points race, yeah, we from be- from the looks of it, it looks as though unfortunately fans are, are not permitted, but racers and crew members are. So maybe you can tack on to a race team <laughs> if you're wanting to go to crew Dragway today. it Looks like they will be uh, running Pro, Foot Brake, Junior Dragster, and Sportsman. Two thousand to win in pro and a thousand to win in footbreak and the gates open in five minutes at twelve o'clock.
2: But so nobody can come in. No it, fans anyway.
16: I'm not I'm not seeing where they are allowing fans at this time. So like I said, maybe you can be a crew member, honorary crew member of somebody's team.
3: Well I noticed yesterday that I'm out of racing fuel. I used to go over and buy 55-gallon drums. If I have a listener that would like to go over there and get me a drum of fuel, I'll let you <laughs> stay there and watch that race as long as you bring me a drum of fuel. <laughs>
16: well, and it looks as though they're testing tune on, on Thursday nights. You have to get those tickets in advance for a limited number, but it doesn't look that way for their Saturday races. So um, it does say social distancing required and encouraged as we do uh, encourage that for all dirt tracks and racing facilities at this time while we manage through the coronavirus
2: kind of loosely enforced though
16: it very loosely at i think it just depends on vary your state your local government
3: <laughs> yeah uh, hey, if you got cash money in your hand Well, that helps too. When you get to the gate, if you got cash money in your hand, I don't think that man's going to turn you away. Well, (laughs) they did take our temperature last night. Is that right? Yes, they did. Temperatures? They they took temperatures, and uh, if you well, you you take all these different race teams coming from different states and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Jimmy Owens from Tennessee. You had you had all kinds of people from different places.
2: I haven't heard you mention Wally in a while. (laughs)
16: Oh. <laughs> I think he, he tried his hand at uh, Harris Speedway last mm-hmm. week in yes.
3: Renegade Stock Eight mm-hmm. and, and I- run third. I- okay, well run yeah. third. Say hi. Say hi. Hey. Say hi to him at breakfast. We'll right, have him right. on the. We'll have him on the show. Might go up and watch him at Harris tonight if he shows up at Harris.
16: Uh. Or he may be at TR for Limited Sportsman. Oh. They bring limited sports from TR? Yes. Oh yes,
2: they man. Are. Oh. oh man. Well, does that mean y'all got to get something ready to go? Or no,
16: okay. no, Terry, we are
2: lake bound.
16: After Chevrolet of Spartanburg, we are lake bound.
2: When um when are you going to run again? Or yeah. is that a secret? Ah.
16: Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know.
2: So, Mister
3: Wilson's going to be calling me.
16: Well, I think I I know that Tony Adair, whenever I went to the payout window, said. Hey, we'll have y'all on the on the card for next week, and so I, I do think that Cherokee's running Super Sportsman, but um, I'd still like to venture up to Carolina and and try our hand up.
2: You ever been up there?
16: Been there once. Okay. Uh, I think Danny's raced there maybe once or twice, um, but love to see the twenty five T in victory lane up there.
2: I would too. I'd love to sit in victory lane any place. Hey, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate it. And uh, you've uh, prettied up the studio here twice, two weeks in a row. So, uh, thank you. You got an open invitation. And uh, Alan, uh, nice to see you. Uh, I- I'll tell Greg to take it easy on those Saturday morning phone calls. Yeah, especially if we race on Friday night. That's right. Well, I didn't know that. You surprised me, too. But thank you so much for listening. We appreciate everybody. Uh, social distancing out there and help us get through this coronavirus and uh, above all, keep it between the fences. See you next week.
0: The home of Open Mike Daily is Fox Sports 1400, <laughs> WSPG Spartanburg. This is all I hold hot. Hot. Now on FM at 98.3.